Welcome to Live, Leadership, Innovation, Ventures, and Entrepreneurship, a podcast that showcases the talents, skills, and abilities of UT faculty, staff, and students. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, Associate Director for Student Learning and Development in Housing and Dining, and we're excited to have you listening to us. Today, we're going to be talking to Yoon Lee, a senior MIS major from Korea, and he's going to be talking to us today about POP, an application used to help students connect with each other. So uh, the first thing we want to know uh, is just tell us a little bit about yourself before we start talking about the application. Perfect. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me today. This is my uh, this is a really big honor for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Yoon Lee. I'm a senior uh, MIS major. Currently, I'm a CEO and founder of POP. And POP is a mobile application that facilitates in-person meetup uh, amongst UT students based on interest and personality matches. So when you talk about facilitating an in-person meetup, this isn't a dating app, right? No, not at all. That's that's actually the misconception that people immediately hear when you mm-hmm. meet up. But this is totally for... Um, friendship not dating app Mm -hmm. and we do that by removing picture um, visual identity and also the names of it Mm -hmm. so it's it's you you will hard it it will be we made it intentionally really hard to date Mm -hmm. on this platform (laughs) (laughs) we'll come back to that in just a second so what 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 facilitated or stimulated the idea uh to create an application uh to facilitate meetups with students at ut yeah this 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 might be a little bit of a longer story go for it but um it was a freshman year second semester um, this person I met from orientation was mm-hmm. sitting outside the jester room, mm-hmm. uh, jester dorm room, and I decided to go talk to her, catch up, and all of a sudden she started crying. She was bursting out, and she was telling me how she felt isolated and felt lonely on this big university. Mm-hmm. That she wished she went to smaller university. She went to like she wished she went to um um school that's closer to her home Mm -hmm. right and that was a moment of like sort of you know realization i wanted to do something about this problem Mm -hmm. and i think it was like junior year um when i start noticing something different the culture difference in, in ut that when i come into when i go into classroom like nobody talks Mm -hmm. like it's it's seriously nobody talks what were they doing instead of talking no, they, they just, you know, just they set up like laptops and phones. They, they pull out phones and they just look through their Instagram, things like that. Mm-hmm. So we are digitally connected, yet we're not really connected in person mm-hmm. in, in the location where we need to like foster the positive you know, relationship in, mm-hmm. in campus. And I thought I thought this was a you know, problem that mm-hmm. that I I wanted to do something about it. So what was the next step for you once you realized there was a an issue with people connecting in person mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to just over an application? Like what 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 was the next step for you after that? Right. I think I think the first thing was that I was I wanted to know if this is actually the problem mm-hmm. for students. So we I conducted a lot of interviews, researches to figure out what's the root cause, what's, what's, uh, what is causing all these problems, these connections, mm-hmm. is that the first thing is that when you first come to this big university, you have only two to four weeks of that golden window time mm-hmm. to find friends, like that perfect um, 
community that you will belong in. Mm-hmm. After that four weeks, the, all the university mixers are sort of ended out, and the universe, like the the organization, they already formulated groups. They created their bubbles. It's hard to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's hard to now make friends on campus. So you would just have to make your a lot of effort to go into that sort of making new friends. So you're saying it requires a lot more effort to um, make it into other social circles that that weren't established um, in orientation or in um, those first couple of weeks of school. That is correct. So in higher education, there's this there's this theory that we um, abide by, not necessarily theory, but there's studies that have shown that students who aren't connected within the first uh, three to six weeks of school uh, are more likely to not persist at that institution, meaning that they're more likely to drop out or they're more likely to want to transfer or start feeling uh, those feelings of isolation and loneliness. Talk to me a little bit more about uh, what you envision pop being able to do to help um, decrease that those feelings of isolation or um, not being able to connect. Right. So I think there was a two side of the story, right? People that will drop out after that three to six weeks mm-hmm. and people that stay in university, but still going through that hardship. Mm-hmm. Right. So the platform is essentially exists on, on the mobile app, mobile uh, world to to create to help students to create that those sort of a, a relationship mm-hmm. anytime they want any time of during the semester if they want to so we are not limited to that three to six weeks of window time mm-hmm. to make friendship but rather it's going to give them like a whole year to really foster that relationship based on your interest your personality that really fits into um sort of your 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 um your personality. So what made you want to use an app instead of becoming an RA or creating a student organization or working through existing uh, mechanisms that are in place for students to connect? What made you choose a digital application as opposed to any of those other means? Right. So all, all of things like ALRAs and university mixers, they're wonderful. They're doing great jobs. However, still, there are a lot of gaps in between that's, that are not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it's, it's, there is so much that one person can do while this, if we provide a sort of a platform that people can just create and foster this genuine relationship, that could help more people and it's good, it's, it can scale a lot quickly, a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So that, that way, for me, I can, as a one person, I can make more impact on the community. So tell us a little bit more about POP. So how did, how did it all get started once you, once you got the ball rolling, knowing that you wanted to create an application to bring people together like tell us tell us a little bit more about pop right so so one thing that i mentioned a little bit earlier but was about the not having visual identification mm-hmm. and also no names and that really puts the pop into a very unique position not but much about the romantic relationship mm-hmm. but more about the friendship okay can i get along with this person can i be who 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 i am as a person to be um truly connecting with others you know besides the outlooks and other other extrinsic factors mm-hmm. right that was our goal make it make make friendship uh, more in a genuine way can we do that that was our challenge and and then we did it and then now um we have 200 uh ut students mm-hmm. currently using our platform and i personally have met three people through our platform one more scheduled on friday mm-hmm. 
but it's amazing. It's it was we it all also removes a sort of a stereotype. Mm-hmm. So like I thought this was a male, but when I met up, it was like female. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It was a it was a, everything was imagination. So you were meeting so people are people sign into pop mm-hmm. or they sign up for pop mm-hmm. and they it sounds to me and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong here it sounds like they're meeting up based on interests that they have in common as opposed to I look at this person's picture and I don't like them so I'm going to swipe left or swipe right or not meet with that person right okay so that's what that's, made you want to do that what made you want to do and you may have said this a little mm-hmm, bit but just mm-hmm. i just wanted to articulate further about mm-hmm. why pursue just interests like what was the impetus behind just um helping people to meet up based on interests right so um like you you mentioned a great part of it right people on the, our, our social norm is especially with those dating apps or all focus on extrinsic like that that picture mm-hmm. it's the biggest thing that you will see right but as soon as you remove it we can actually focus more on their quality their interest and the reason why we focus on interest is not just like every like every bits of information but the combination of it somebody is you know majoring in um economics but interested in sketching and interest in skateboarding interest in entrepreneurship that is something very odd, but when I see those informations together, I really want to meet this person. I want to see like how this person has this diverse interest mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to go together yet creates that sort of a harmony. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think that's where um, we create values, right? So we don't we don't immediately. We don't we don't dis, like we don't uh, judge people based mm-hmm. on their outlook, mm-hmm. but we're really looking through that information and see like, oh, do I want to talk to this person? Do, can we get along well? Mm-hmm. Are we what kind of inf- talk like conversation are we going to make when we meet up? Mm-hmm. That's what's important. So it doesn't matter that we have different interests or similar interests. It's more about am I interested in meeting this person? Exactly. And those things just kind of help to highlight whether or not. This, so it's interest based. Mm-hmm. So why the name Pop then? Because that's because that because that sounds very interesting for mm-hmm. an application. So mm-hmm. why the name Pop? So, right, you you might be so like I mentioned earlier, in that that first two to four weeks of window time, you create a bubble. Mm-hmm. You create people of um, you want to have that belonging, so you create a bubble. Mm-hmm. But in sophomore years. Junior year, you might want to expand. You might want to meet someone that can inspire you. You mm. might want to meet someone that's have a different, um, diverse background, but have a similar interest mm-hmm. that you can learn from. So essentially, it's a pop your bubble and meet ah, your friends. I see. Right, right. See. So, so the app is meant to pop the bubble and expand your horizons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. walk us through the experience. What's it like to use the application? Like, t- mm-hmm. tell us what it's like to use this. Right. So as a user, first thing you would do is like putting down your interest as as unique as you want. You mm-hmm. can add your own interest. You can choose from what was given on the platform. And also, you will put in your major and hometown, and gender as well. However, the this information, the gender wouldn't be necessarily shown on the platform, mm-hmm. right? So, and then on the platform, you will be able to request to someone that you feel like you might want to make a conversation to. Mm-hmm. And once you once you make requests, they receive it. You you will be invited into the chat room. And you will further discuss where to meet up, what to do, 
and what to eat and so on and so forth. So when someone, so basically, once two people have decided that they want to meet up. So let's say I want to meet up with you. Mm-hmm. We decide we're gonna meet in Jester out at the Spanish Oaks Terrace, and I'll be in my UT shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what keeps the interest going, or what? What is the now that I've met up? What's the What's the so what now? What, what, right. Talk to me about that. So so essentially, this this is a platform that creates that first interaction. Okay. Right. We're really focused on that, and from point then to to continuing the relationship mm-hmm. and building off a bit will be probably up to them. We won't be like forcing them to make that connection. Mm-hmm. It's completely up to them. Mm-hmm. So if you thought that was a pleasant you know relationship and you you're both still available during that time. Then and we might be able to notify you or remind mm. you, like, why don't you guys meet up again? But yet, it's it's all going to be just more about like um, your your interaction and your decision on that um, particular interaction. So we're in an age of uh, security and safety, and I know that that's a big thing here on campus, especially mm-hmm. working in housing and dining. Mm-hmm. Safety is one of the number one things our parents want to know that our residents are getting living in the residence halls. How do you emphasize slash, in, not, not necessarily ensure, but how do you promote safety with this? Right. So first, the, the first barrier to enter this application is that you have to have utexas.edu um, email address. So essentially, this is all for just UT students. Okay. And then now filter down to uh, people can report on this user, malicious user or spamming users. Um, if they're not doing like anything appropriate, then they will report it. Mm-hmm. And another thing is the community guideline. So uh, we will we will guide people to meet up at the on campus, some somewhere that's safe, as known as for for the from the university. So, give me an example of a place that because that's good to hear about the mm-hmm. digital security aspect right. of that. Give me an example of a place that you all suggest as uh, good locations for people to right. meet up. There's a biased reason I'm asking this question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think the um, all the resident hall Thank you very is much. very very you know <laughs> good place to meet up, as well as all the. Uh, um, dining halls from mm-hmm. from UT, right? The mm-hmm. JCL, the unions, and also like consulting. Those mm-hmm. are all really good places to meet up, right? There's a lot of um, places that people might not necessarily associate like meeting new people, mm-hmm. but we could start that culture as well. Where what have you seen in terms of uh, the local? Because I know you said you have what uh, 200 UT users right now. Mm-hmm. So has has there been? And I'm sure you're collecting a lot of data with a lot of this stuff too. Mm-hmm. So what have you seen as one of the more popular? Uh, pop meetup stations or and we'll get to wh- whether you've named that or not yet as right. well either. <laughs> what have you so, seen as the popular locations for, for students? Right. I, I see Union is one of the um, popular locations that mm-hmm. people meet up. Mm-hmm. And also the uh, when they're not necessarily meeting to eat, then mm-hmm. they will also do a lot of FAC, SAC. Um, I have seen those those interactions a lot in Starbucks as well. Is there a plan or some thoughts around creating groups around this? Yes. So one thing that we are this is this is not on the platform yet, mm-hmm. but one thing that we are um, trying to do is making a group meetup, <laughs> but not necessarily group for anyone to be invited and then do it. But it's rather it's more about so cr- creating sort of a virtual room. 
where the facilitator of the room can uh, invite those people in mm. that organization. Okay. And with the one button, the people within the virtual room will be automatically matched based mm. on the interest. And then y'all will be able to just um, talk to each other in that room or in outside of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and then I think that could is easily expand to open invite to mm-hmm. anyone in the community, based on the like sort of interest. Like anyone who's interested in skateboarding can into can come into this virtual I room see, see. and can hang out as well. So, how do you maintain the integrity of the interest base that you built the platform mm-hmm. on? To and it's and it's very inclusive. I might add mm-hmm. uh, by going on interest based, but. How do you maintain the integrity of that by making it a group where people who may not be interested in skateboarding, Mm -hmm. but will still want to socialize with other people that are interested in that? So how do you maintain the the um, nature of meeting up based on interests or things that might? Could, could eventually become an interest or something like that. I, I right. don't know how I phrase that question. Right. So so the thing is those all those um if we if we when we have those kind of virtual room, it will essentially display um those those all the rooms that are available around your area that is not private but more of a public ones. Mm-hmm. And then you will be able to pick and choose which one to joining. But absolutely the the virtual room that will show on the top of the list will be something that based on your interest doesn't mean it will exclude all the interests that you don't have. Okay. Right. That's good. Mm -hmm. So if I was a student and I wasn't already signed up for POP, Mm -hmm. why would I be interested in... in, What what would you tell me about signing up for POP? Why why, why should I sign up? You know, like, I mean, if you are a student that already has a lot of good friends, you know, and community around you... this may not necessarily be for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. But if you are, I mean, if you have a good friends around you, but they're maybe like same major and want to maybe expand to meet like someone different, like like I'm I'm a business major. I wanted to meet people in the like fine arts, um, arts and entertaining, like mm-hmm. those majors. And then now I actually did through our application. So oh, wow. if you want to meet people that are not, in your major and expand the bubble, then that's great product for you, right? Mm. And I like the idea, one of the things that I really, one of the reasons I reached out to you after they did the Daily Texan article on you last year, one mm-hmm. of the reasons I reached out was because I was fascinated in the um, the community engagement piece of this. Uh, in housing and dining, we have three learning goals, uh, self-management, community engagement, and intercultural competency. And so for me, with the community engagement learning goal, we want to make we want our students to identify within some form of a community and it's how they choose to define it. And one of the things that uh, being a millennial, I know that uh, being digital and being attached to a phone or a device, you know, I came up during the chat room era mm, yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah. And so I remember what that was like having a group of friends that live nowhere near my rural East Texas upbringing, but yeah. having friends in California or in Philadelphia that I would chat with. But also the rise of like e-gaming 
and mm-hmm. all these other different things. And so that's mm-hmm. one of the things that really drew me to uh, the story of this particular mm-hmm. application. And so mm-hmm. for me, I've been fascinated and just really enjoyed watching uh, how this application has grown over the past mm-hmm. year and seeing where you all came from, you know, before you even had a banner and right. just getting a logo <laughs> and all those different things. So yeah. where's Pop heading? Where's Pop heading? Right, right. You know, first of all, like, I really want to uh, establish its presence and um, really help out um, those students and university on UT first, Mm -hmm. right? And once we do that, we are going to be moving into more of the um, other universities in U.S. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, once we sort of um, establish our presence in education, an institution like this uh, industry, then we'll then move on to more of a new hires at new cities, like the armies um, in the different cities, because mm-hmm. they also going through the similar problem sure. that can be addressed. Sure. So I've asked you this question before, and this is definitely something that I'm interested in. Like every, you know, every application has a name or a, a type of nickname for their users. You know, Instagram, you got your content creators or YouTube, you've got YouTubers. What are you calling pop users? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this this may sound as basic as it, you. I mean, people people who's listening to this might mm-hmm. already figure that out. <laughs> but you know, people that are using pop are very open-minded, mm-hmm. adventurous. You know, they wanna they wanna do something new. Mm-hmm. They wanna be inspired. So we wanna call them popper. Poppers. Poppers. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, and, and remember, I told you stay away from that, but you did. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. No, that, that's that's really good. Um, another thing, I'm just, I mean, just seeing how being here in Austin, mm-hmm. you know, there's always these tech meetups, there's all these startup meetups and our startup connections mm-hmm. and South by Southwest, ACL, right. all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, is there ever going to be a pop users conference or symposium or meetup to kind of talk about the updates to the app or this meetup sponsored by uh, the company to get everybody together? Do you ever envision doing something like that? Whoa, that would be awesome. And I would love to do that. I think I think for us, what we're going to do is more about like the papa party. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting next semester, we're going to do. You more are pop- not calling it a popper party, are you? <laughs> <laughs> papa party uh, <laughs> on around you know campuses next semester, mm-hmm. and also also throughout like as as soon as we have more people mm-hmm. that are excited about the products. And uh, expand our ideas, then then we will have more of those um, um, symposiums mm-hmm. and also those sponsor events. Absolutely, yes. What's the goal that you're trying to reach for users? Because I know you said you got just right at about 200 here at UT. Mm-hmm. What is your goal? The goal is by next semester, we want to have 5,000 users on UT campus alone, mm-hmm. right? And and from then we will. Um, we will expand to like other university. The end of next year, we mm-hmm. want to have twenty thousand user from all different universities. 
Well, the good news is that here at UT, you got well over 51,000 students in the residence halls alone. You got just over 7,300 and not to mention uh, over at 2,400 new ACES that we own now Mm -hmm. and at the Colorado and Brackenridge apartments, which has a lot of international students that live there that are probably looking for this kind of connection as well. Uh So statistically speaking, you might be able to, if you, as you continue to cast your net, mm-hmm. uh, get more students. What are some ways that people can um, get in contact with you or learn more about the app or just download the app in general? Where can they find POP? Right. So the I think the first point of contact will be uh, the Facebook page that we have created. Mm-hmm. It's called um, it's called POP. Right, mm-hmm. it's called Pop, um, and also another is the our website, mm-hmm. which is a popmobile.app. Okay, and you can find us both. Uh, both um, you can download our application through there, and because this is a all in beta version of both in iOS and Android, you have to have a link to download the application. So you find you will be able to find that app on our Facebook page, Pop, and also popmobile.app, but. Um, and what was the other question? Um, just in terms of how can they get in contact with you uh, yeah. if they wanted to learn more about you, or if some investor or a big donor <clears throat> is out there, uh, you know, th- uh, listening to this, uh, how can how can they get in contact with you? What's the right. best way? So best way is the email address. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fine. So it's y o o n s l e e at utexas.edu so that's that will be sort of the best way for get in touch with the um get with me and anyone will is welcome like any like feedback on our platform mm-hmm. to any your any of your interest and comes to like investing any anything is welcoming i would love to uh speak with you so yeah and then i guess the one of the last things is um just that kind of final push there for anybody who may be on the fence about downloading the app or um, thinking about it, what would be that push for you, for that person that's thinking about um, utilizing this app to connect? What would you tell them? Right. So I really want to tell you that this is like the easiest way to meet new friends. Then this entire app was created for your easiness, for your benefits. So, so you know, it's this is this is not like something you have to put a lot of effort into to to meet new friends, but this is something that you can um, make minor effort to really get out the most that that you need. Um, also, because this is for you, I wanna I really wanna hear your thoughts. I wanna hear your ideas. Anything that you want to see on this platform, let me know. We want to make it better for you. So that will be my last um, push. And yeah, hey, um, pop your bubble and beat your friends. I want to see you there. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. To catch the next installment, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. This podcast was recorded and edited in collaboration with the LAITS Development Studios Audio Department. More information can be found at liberalarts.utexas.edu slash LAITS. The intro song was composed by Ian Herrera, and you can find his work at ianherrera.com. The outro song was composed by Noah Keller, and you can find more of his work at noahdkeller.com. We'll see you next time.